All right, so welcome back to Monsters of Design. Uh, we've got another episode featuring the monster known as Imposter. Uh, this monster could imposter be Imposter. Wait, is it Imposter? imposter syndrome. <laughs> I think impo- it's like short and sweet, but you know, yeah. there's, there's a syndrome that this monster instills in all of us, unfortunately, from time to time. And that is the Imposter syndrome. And so we talk with a good friend of mine, uh, who I worked with a little while back, and he's an art director at a company called Product Plan. Uh, he's a really great visual designer. He's a great product designer. He's a thoughtful, wonderful, wonderful lovely human being. And uh, yeah, I, I think he's he's a great. Honestly, I think anybody can talk about this monster. It's something that we all identify with, and I really like the conversation that we just had with him. So yeah, super excited to get I- into it. What's awesome with Adrian is, um, yeah, dear soul, sweet gent, um, (laughs) good lad. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, he, he helps us kind of break down the component parts of imposter syndrome and, uh, in kind of outlining some of his experience with it. Um, we can identify some of the things that feed into imposter syndrome and Mm -hmm. we kind of start asking like, okay, what does it look like? to have a relationship with imposter syndrome because it sounds like it maybe doesn't go away. So mm-hmm. how do you have a relationship with it? Um, we also, you know, talk a little bit about disc golf. Mm-hmm. I at some point make it about dinosaurs. A little bit. We talk a lot of bit about disc golf. We, we, we talk. Which is a good a thing. Yeah. It's a great comment. Good. We went off-roading. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, Stoked for y'all to listen, John. Anything mm-hmm. else? Yeah, I, I I think it's wonderful conversation uh, about this imposter monster, and then we get into some of our favorite monsters as usual. And there, it's a little bit different this time. I think it was, it was a more of a nuanced conversation about mine's our not favorite nuanced. monsters. Y- yours just, is I, the I, farthest thing from nuanced. Yeah, and uh, yours, <laughs> yours and Adrian's has nuanced. Some nuance there. Yeah, yeah. The opposite of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, stay tuned. All fun right, little, fun little it. ending, and uh, let's get into it. Let's give Adrian the warmest of welcomes to <laughs> the Monsters of Design podcast, the Mod Pod. Welcome, Adrian. We're so happy to have you. Here. I it, it's a little surreal that I'm here, but uh, yeah, and uh, to talk about imposter syndrome, it's going to be great, but. I think it goes hand in hand because um, I don't feel like I have much to contribute. <laughs> That's like my imposter syndrome. So uh, very nervous. You know what? So I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to read. We're going to get through it, though. Yes. And I'm going to read something to kick this off. It's going to be it's going to be like a meditative moment right now. I sent this to Adrian the other day and I, I thought it was so perfect. One of our designers posted it in our Slack channel and it says it's a tweet. And it's a tweet by someone named Esso, Bso, and his Twitter handle, if you follow him, is Cool Urban Hippie. And he posted, we think our quote-unquote work is the job we go to or the place we get a check from. No. Your work is the very special thing that you add to this world. Your vision, your light, your love, what you share, what you create, how you make people feel, etc. That, my friends, is truly our, in all caps, work. So... Boom. I think that was wonderful. That's a good way to start off this imposter episode. No, that's very wonderful. And also just, th- it's probably going to get emotional too. <laughs> I'm a very emotional guy. As, um, as it should. And I, yeah. Uh, I, I tend to like, you know, I, I just love that one. It's just like how you just, how you lead your life, how you're there for your team and for the peeps that you mm-hmm. not only manage, but work with your peers um, that is what work is. And yeah, it comes down to the pixels that we move or the deliverables or the tests that we run. Uh, but yeah. really it's the people and then how we can, how we interact together just to get stuff done. I don't know if we can cuss. So I just, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a big, oh. I have a, <laughs> believe me, that's what Brian's here for. So yeah. yeah. Okay. He's, I do have a bad mouth. He, he puts the, <laughs> oh. I can put the, Brian puts I the can... E in explicit. So <laughs> I don't know what that means, right. but yeah, let's go. Let's go. Well, even even like so with that kind of like taking that cue, but even like reeling it back a little bit, like the idea of work isn't 
the about the paycheck we get, but it's like who we are. Like to kind of intro you to everyone out there who's listening to this. Um, I'll kick it off, but you know, Adrian, you and I worked together at Mind Body back in the day. That's how mm-hmm. we met. Um, yep. We both sort of left that job as art directors. You were on the product side. I was on the marketing side with Emily, who was on the podcast a few episodes ago. Love and uh, yeah, we just became good friends. We realized we both liked uh, like a lot of the same music. We both play the drums. We love comics. We would go see a lot of the Avengers movies together. Um, I think we got a little <laughs> emotional during one of them. It was it was wonderful when those those mechanical <laughs> arms came out of Spider-Man in uh, I will Infinity never forget Wars. that. Was, I think I hit your leg like 11 times moment. in a row. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> you were freaking out. And I was too. Ugh. And it was amazing. So, yeah. Tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. What what do you, I know you like to go to Yosemite a lot. Like, what, what are the things you're into? Like, work aside. Work aside? Hell yeah. I like to, I like to talk anything but work. Um, or anything <laughs> except <laughs> sort of work. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, Yosemite. <laughs> Love Yosemite. We were just there. Actually, we've gone um, twice so far just this year. We went, um, I can't remember the date, but maybe sometime in January, let's just say, uh, when it was like nice and snowy in the in the valley. And then we went um, a couple of weeks ago with a buddy of mine. Um, and we, the first time ever, we typically always have like a campsite, but we just did the uh, kind of um, drive up, first come, first serve, camp, camp four, campsite cool. four, something like that. It was so dope. Um and you just like you have to pack or like walk everything in. You don't have like this like actual campsite like where you can drive up yeah. and whatnot. It was really chill. And then we're going again at the end of April to a new campsite again that we've never been. Um, really pumped on that. But yeah, so Yosemite, love that. Love everything about uh, the, about it. I think I've done almost every single hike um, that you could possibly do, at least from the valley floor. Um, and then the, another big old passion of mine that has become, that's become one since like last June is disc golf. I am like all about, like you can't even, you can't see them, but like those are my discs, right? You know what? No, I, this is how, this is how much I'm Go in. get them. Go get them. Go get them. We need to see these discs. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's it. like, you have like, like, wow, like, look at that. And, and a nice oh little, my God. Little spectrum, like you typically don't house your discs like this. You would house them by like distance, fairway, mid range putter, and all that. But I just like I'm a designer, so they need to be like the color. I need that spectrum, just perfect. Um, so I'm like all about it. it, all about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like recently, like getting like custom dye ones too that are just like nice. Super Dude, that's so rad. But, oh my god, um, I had no idea this was like a thing. Like it's I know big. disc golf is a thing, but I didn't know someone would have oh. a disc oh, golf. That's not even it. Rack. You can't it, even. See, you can't even. See it. it's, like, it's the armory. Oh, oh my god! Oh, jangles! Wow! And that 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 sits inside, and like during like when I'm between meetings, I'll just I'll grab a disc out of that and just like sit down and oh my god. toss okay, it. It's so just for, so for listeners, describe the. Uh, contraption you just mm-hmm. yes out. what is that oh for the listeners yeah so that's just it's called a basket um and basically <laughs> if you if, uh, i'm pretty sure like we're all aware of like ball golf maybe you know we've seen the golf and like you have you 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 hit that ball into the the hole like where the flag stick is at basically you throw a disc and you throw it into a basket a basket it consists it can consist of 24 chains 12 inside, 12 outside, uh, and you throw your disc into that basket, it captures it, catches it, and it falls into the basket down here, and then that's how you complete a hole. Wow. Like, that's your, your objective, oh, essentially. Oh, So, you, you throw from either, like, well, you can throw from 200 feet, 180 feet, all the way up to, like, 900, 1,000 feet, and then your goal, just like in ball golf, you have a set amount of shots that you have in order to make yeah. what's called par, um, and that's, it's like the same concept, but you just, you're throwing a disc or a Frisbee essentially. <laughs> that's awesome. I, I'm like, I'm like all into it. <laughs> I love it. So I love like, it so much. I, I've never played it. I'm honestly afraid of my power when it comes to like a Frisbee or a disc of any kind. I just, like, I have a lot of power, but there's, I don't have this thing called like accuracy or 
or control <laughs> called accuracy. Yeah, like skill. I, ju I just like to just I just like to throw the circle in the air and make watch the circle fly mm -hmm. away. And I yeah. go, bye, circle, plastic circle. <laughs> yeah. And so that that oh, I love it because I was there with you uh, and. There, it was uh, I don't know three years ago, and uh, I was trying. We were just we were just playing frisbee, like throwing an actual like big old frisbee. So there is like a distinction between discs and frisbee, just because they they're like actually made for being thrown like far and like, low and whatnot, mm -hmm. and and fast. Yeah. Whereas like a, a frisbee that you would just take out on the beach is going to be a little bit larger, bigger, and it will it, it'll glide or float a little bit more, easier to catch. You do not want to catch these; mm -hmm. that, they would hurt. Like, but um, oh, so it's yeah. strictly for just like baskets, yeah. and pretty much self yeah. self and defense. We, sounds like they can be, but we can get really into it because then there's diff there's different plastics on top of it. There, there, and like yeah, I already yeah. went through like distance, fairway, mid range, and on and putters and approach. Yeah. But then it goes plastics, and then every company is different and whatnot. But before I go any further with that, because I could talk forever on that. Um, <laughs> A few years ago, I could not throw a frisbee for the life of me, and that's coming from a person who I, I used. I played quarterback back in the day, like I was the quarterback oh, for wow, high school and whatnot. Um, nice. And so I know how to throw a football pretty dang well. I know how to throw a baseball pretty well too. Um, never was a pitcher; I was first baseman, but still, you have to be pretty accurate. Frisbees, yeah, yeah. no. And I remember. Uh, we were just playing with uh well i was watching my friends play and i was like oh let me throw and i tried to throw it and literally like let's just say you guys i'm trying to throw right in, right right to you guys uh right in front of me it went directly right and not only did it go directly right it went over my oh, buddy's no. house and then landed oh, no. on the roof of his like neighbor that yeah. was like behind it and so since then like i was or uh, i like never wanted to touch disc golf like i don't know i can't throw a frisbee mm -hmm. this is ridiculous but yeah as as with anything, it just takes time. You learn, you work through, like uh, you know, those uh, uncertainties and whatnot, and you just, I, you create a passion for that, and I created a passion for this, and I just want to get better. And it's, now I can like shape shots a, a little bit. Um, trees are still very so scary. Disc golf is your passion. Oh, hundred percent. That's what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Dude, okay, I love wait, it. I, this... I love it so much. So this is actually really interesting given that we're talking about imposter syndrome. So just going back a second. So yeah. <laughs> you, when you threw that Frisbee the first time and it, and it was like, bye Adrian, I'm, I'm going away now. And it landed on this roof to live. How, like wh how long ago was that? That was about, um, three, four, 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 four years. I don't. Yeah, four, three or four, maybe five years ago. But I love mm -hmm. that because I want. I would love to tie that into imposter syndrome yeah. because I yeah. threw that disc and then realized, wow, I'm really fucking shitty at this. I should never do it again because I don't want to mm -hmm. be humiliated like that again. Even though I was with friends, I was with around people who loved me, who cared about me, who were just like they laughed it off. One of my buddies, like he just he <laughs> rolled on the ground laughing. He actually, the, luckily, the person the 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 house that I threw it, uh, like that I threw it up on wasn't there. He just got on the roof, jumped up, grabbed it. It was no big deal, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I, I swear, like, it's so interesting. I threw that. I was like, I'm done gang. I'm just going to watch. Yeah. I'm just going to watch. And, and so instead of like what you should have done mm -hmm. or what I like, you know, self, what you should have done is like, no, let me see the disc again or the Frisbee. Mm -hmm. Let me try to throw, let me get those reps in. Let me get better at that. Completely shut yeah. down. I want to get away from this embarrassment. I don't want to be seen as a fool. And, and like I said, like I had playing football, baseball, I know I know how to throw things. Um, yeah. And it was just massively embarrassing and to the point that it was it just crippling. I didn't and I never touched an, another disc in it uh, for years, for years. Yeah. Didn't. yeah. And yeah. So I, I don't it, it's, it's interesting to that point. It's like little do you know, though, like if you cut yourself off immediately and don't yeah. allow yourself to just explore uh, and, and just be vulnerable and, and understand that you don't have to be perfect first time out, really good things can come of that. And I have a brand mm -hmm. new passion because of that. And it's, it's something I, I just played yesterday and it was fun. Um, it, it was, a, it was a blast. I got to play with a buddy of mine. I'm going to go out today and go play again. So it, it, it's, it's really, it's, 
it's just a fascinating thing what that what that impossibility yeah, or what totally. that kind of lack of self confidence can really do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I uh, I was at Comic Con years 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 ago. Okay, not years 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 ago, like five years ago. Um, <laughs> that's like that that warrants one years ago. Okay, All right, one years ago. I'm, I'm I'm pedantic now. Um, and I was listening uh, to this talk by this comic book writer Kelly Sue DeConnick. Um. She's really famous for sort of taking um, Captain Marvel, uh, turning her into what we know her as today. Um, She's also written some other fantastic comic books. Um, And she was giving a lecture about craft. Um, And she was talking to a lot of writers who their skill sets varied, but Mm -hmm. um, they wanted to move forward in their discipline in some respect. and she was like, you know, the thing is you have to you have to have the courage to suck. <laughs> yeah. You have to have the courage to suck. It's 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 a temporary thing. It, you know, with time it gets better, you get sharpened, but um you have to have that courage. And I and I like that. It's always stuck with me because she's correct. It 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 when you're getting better at something, it does require courage because mm-hmm. You're not going to be great. You're going to throw the right. frisbee into the roof or into right. the freeway or and cause an accident and then a bunch of people die and then you go to jail. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Um, I have anxiety. So uh, I'm not a catastrophic thinker. Um, but I know my my vision of of you because I remember you tell me about this, Adrian. I was like, dude, do you want to get in the archery with me? And oh you're like, God. yes, only if you get into yes. disc golf with me. Yep. And so we, we yep. have yet to, <laughs> we have to yet like to cross, cross into each button. other's world. It's going to happen. But it, when you were telling me about it, I was like, I was picturing you like all hippied out, probably a couple of hacky sacks in your pocket and like one Frisbee that maybe you got at Target like a long time ago. And you're like just going out in the woods and like tossing it in these like little buckets. But I stand corrected. That image was very incorrect, and I when I saw when you pulled up those frisbees, I thought of that Wayne's World line where he's like, "Why did you get me a gun rack? I don't even have a gun, let alone many guns, to necessitate a gun rack." And if someone got me that bag, that's probably what I would say about frisbees. So you do have many frisbees that would necessitate a frisbee rack, and I'm very proud of you. I have many. I, I, have I have a, a really whole basket question. filled with ones that I just never play with. They, 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 oh they just stay there. Like, it's it's it I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> so before we sort of like transition, keep moving forward with imposter syndrome, I have one last like really important disc golf question. Yeah. <laughs> Xena. Xena, the warrior princess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't I wait to see how this it. connects. Do you think she'd be good at disc golf? No, she had her fucking circular. That's right. Disc. Dude. Xena. Yeah. And in throw. Like, do you? I wonder. I'm trying to remember how she threw it. Maybe. Yeah. This is great. There's so many different ways you can you can throw the disc. There's backhand, forehand. You can throw like tomahawks. And then there's the like cool guy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Like this. Did you say? Did you say tomahawks? Yeah, yeah. So you, you like you, axes? You grab no, no. So you take a disc, you know. And oh, you, you throw just, it like you, a tomahawk. You throw it over, and what happens is it like <sighs> has this like Whoa. interesting yeah. flight pattern cool. that that can be useful in like windy situations or when you have to get over a tree or out of a bush or something like that. So I'm I, curious though, like when when you see those guys at the beach and they're like, they're like super cool you know yeah and they like i think adrian like that they just like they just they flick bite it. their bottom lip they <laughs> flick it like that yeah. is that is that legit or is that like is that is that like to be cool is it vanity or is it i mean legit form it, it, that's legit form like it, it just depends on okay. what you want right. so like you have you have the backhand where you're gonna actually like run into that throw throw across your body and then if you were gonna like flick it like that that's just like a one two step in and just kind of like throw it that's funny enough though you can get uh gotcha. you got to be careful with forehand because you can get uh 
what is it called? Pitcher's elbow or something like that. I forget what it's Whoa. called. You can, Dang. You can like really mess up your elbow. Oh, my old uh, frisbee golf injury. <laughs> yeah, right. Up. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, goodness. oh man, God. this is great. This is great. I this is great content, guys. No, I know. Just is, it? About it. <laughs> is it solid content? I love well, it. I wasn't like super athletic growing up, <laughs> and I've dabbled in like a bunch of random shit since then. Mm-hmm. And I feel like disc golf. There's a version of me in the multiverse that plays disc golf. <laughs> I think it's it's a it's an amazing it. amazing sport. So I grew up playing all sports. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Brian. Go for it. My well, bad. no, I was just going to say it goes back to Xena for me because, like, I, <laughs> Everything, I all think, roads lead to Xena. <laughs> it's true. It's I just imagine or I just think it's so cool her throwing that disc. I want to be Xena, yeah. you know, well, as you should. It's the most yeah. beautiful community. Like I, so like I was saying, like I grew up playing all sports: basketball, actual like ball, golf, baseball, soccer, football, all of that. And it's like so competitive, which is fine. Yeah. I'm just not a competitive person. I'm competitive with myself, but like mm-hmm. people just get angry and there's like vitriol at other like, mm-hmm. like oh like how dare you? Yeah, yeah. How dare you score on me? Like oh I'm gonna hit you and uh, but like with 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 actual <laughs> disc golf, the community is beautiful. It's like oh we don't care. Yeah, you're chill. Like that was a great throw. Way yeah. to go, dude. Like like yeah. There there's no such thing as a bad toss because any toss is a good toss because it's making progression. It's going like it's a, not only yeah, is it like making that. you better as a player, but you're actually mm-hmm. literally making progression towards the basket. Unless you have what's called grip lock and you throw it completely to the right, like I did, yeah, yeah, it still doesn't yeah. matter. There's prog- like you're, you're learning, and you can learn from mm-hmm. that. Um, and the, the community of totally. disc golf is just so chill and beautiful. It's been yeah. uh, mm-hmm. really lovely to to be a part of. Mm. yeah i think that's that's so key like like i know we kind of touched on the very beginning but like like just finding stuff to do outside of work that like is still like fun and recreational but like there's a little bit of like hey i'm gonna try to get good at this and it's completely different than what i do when i clock in during the day yeah i think that's like really good just for like the soul and like like proving to yourself like hey like i can try new things and you know, get good at it. I think it's, I think yeah. that's awesome, man. I love it. It's it, it, so cool. That part's been, it, it's, that's, it's a lot of fun, you know, to just mm-hmm. learn a new, new craft, new, whatever, you know, thing. totally. Yeah. That's, that's great. Rad. Yeah. So like in thinking about, you know, all of this and it's interesting to see kind of, um, imposter syndrome in miniature through the lens of disc golf. Um, but now in thinking about it into this, in terms of this fucking thing we call work and career <laughs> and all of that, um, I guess first, before I ask that for people who don't know, Adrian, what are you doing these days? Where, what kinds of problems are you solving? Like walk us through it. Yeah. 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 So, um, I work for a company called product plan. Uh, we're a road mapping, uh, uh, so- uh road mapping software. Um, so we help visualize problems, um, that instead of using spreadsheets or various, uh, tools out there, we consolidate into one kind of, uh, visual, uh, UI, or that's, that's what UI is, but like a, uh, visual and capitalization of like what that data looks like. And so like, Hey, I, I want to see when is something supposed to be due or how long it's going to take. I don't have to go through 400 lines or rows in a data sheet. I can just go look at a timeline, what we call it. And just like, there's these little, like a Gantt chart or something like that. See where it's mm-hmm. going to, where, when something's going to be due or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. but for them, uh, I, my, my official title, it's kind of funny cause I've just talked with my boss. We're kind of rethinking what my title is, but, um, I am the art director there. It's the only title right now that makes sense. Cause I oversee, um, product design research and research to a less extent. I have some people that, that, um, that I manage that are working on research and I'm trying to help facilitate that. And then I oversee, uh, our marketing design and branding. So we're a startup. If if that does, obviously we wear many hats. So I have, you know, mm-hmm. we we wear many, 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 many hats. Um, yeah. and, but it's what's really nice is being able to kind of 
not only see what product is doing, but see what marketing is doing and help influence each other. Um, and mm-hmm. like back in the day, we just, they, we didn't have that and they weren't married with one another. And so you would sign up for yeah. product plan from like the marketing site, go into the app and you, it, there was no connection, like a completely yeah. different. Yeah. So it's been fun. So yeah, art director, um, I manage, um, two product designers, a marketing designer and, um, a marketing, uh, developer. Uh, so I, cause I come from a development past. Uh, I used to be a web developer, uh, for many years, mm. um, front end developer. So that's, that's kind of like where my forte is or fort whatever yeah. forte, uh, when it comes to, um, design, I'm not so much on that UX side. So that's things speaking of imposter syndrome where I like, I get scared to talk about like the research and the yeah. UX because that's just not where I can, I can talk about data. I can talk about like building the site and designing it. I'll, I'm mm-hmm. there. I'm right there with you. Um, I can design or I can build it for you. But that research side is, but, uh, is where I really uh, lean heavily on on my team to kind of help guide me uh, and, and, and teach me. And that's been um, sobering and, and humbling. Because mm-hmm. speaking like I can just... Yeah, you guys got to stop me because I can keep talking. Because the thing about <laughs> oh, no, like, I'm not listening. Okay, no, this okay, is great. So yeah. like, no, so I that's, can go. No, that's <laughs> same, dude. I, I'm the same way. Um, <laughs> so, I, I guess okay. So you know, you're an art director. You have these roots um, as a product designer, thinking like you're deeply entrenched in data. Now, I guess a yeah, good like first question here is. You know, looking at the long arc of your career, which includes everything before this, mm-hmm. um, where where do you remember imposter syndrome first showing up? And you know, it could it could even be before your professional life. Like sometimes it starts mm-hmm. in school. I don't know, but just like yeah, what it, where did it show up for you first? Uh, I know exactly when it showed. It was um, it was right when I was transitioning between my first gig to my second gig. Um, because I call it like, I don't, when I was going through college and even before then, I just like, I just did what I needed to do. I didn't really like think of it. Uh, and I remember showing up to my first interview, I was in shorts and a t-shirt and I was just like, yeah, here. So like, this is what I do. This is my portfolio. And that's when you actually had like a physical portfolio and not a website. Like, yeah, this is, this this is my work. And I walked out confident. I was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I didn't know you had to wear pants and like have a nice button up shirt. I, like I didn't, I just I didn't like, I didn't think of that. But then, uh, so I spent like four years at my first gig and, um, I was transitioning to a, a, a startup and I lost it because, um, mm-hmm. at the gig that I was at, I was, I, I didn't, cause you don't know what you don't know, you know? And, and um, as you just go through life, you just like, randomly start picking things up and if you don't take you know inventory on that you just don't really appreciate what you have uh as far as like talents or skills and whatnot and at the gig i was the marketing designer i was a web designer web developer i would work with our engineers and like and so i was doing all these things and when i transitioned from that gig to my next i was going to be go- i was going to go from a web de- web developer web designer senior web designer doesn't matter to a product designer and i lost my shit I was like, I can't, I don't know how, how, how that, what you want me to do? What now? I don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. That, that doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense. Like when you so see it written for, on for paper, the, it's like, ah, yeah. So for those who don't know, like what, what, what does crossing that gap require? Like what's the difference between the two sort of paths there? Like when you're jumping into product. Um, well, it's the exact same, to be honest. It was just a different name. Yeah. Like we didn't we didn't call yeah. it product design back in the day. We didn't call it UX design. It, it was yeah. web design. It was graphic design. It was a web developer. Yeah. Um, it wasn't research. It was just go talk to people or get feedback from the community. It, it, like we have now like these specific words and these specific titles, um, which are great because we're actually now recognizing what an individual does. Well, subject matter expertise is a process. Um, and there is this expectation sometimes we often put it on ourselves that when we go into yeah. a new role or a new project or something that all of the subject matter expect uh, expertise is checked off like yeah. we have it and when i'm thinking through that i uh, you know what i think about i think about doctors 
um, when I'm going in for a checkup, right? Something like that. We're checking in. Um, and there's something the doctor doesn't know. Generally, my doctor's great. Like, he's not going to say, oh, I know this thing when he doesn't know it. He goes, I don't know. Let's find out. Yeah. Or he pulls out his little note card. He has, like, you know, like a, a big miniature binder note card thing. And he, like, flips mm -hmm. through some stuff. And he goes and finds the information he needs. Yeah. Um, and it's 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 something I think about. Like, it's unfortunate that especially like myself, I will like yourself, Adrian. I will sometimes put this weight on me. That's like, okay, I need to have all the subject matter expertise. But it's like, yeah, acquiring yeah, think, the knowledge is a evolving process. Totally. And I think the the way to do that is. I'm curious what you think about this, Adrian, like the difference between coming to the table with the answer or an answer and how yes. that can, mm. I think, internally, like help you like work against yep. that imposter for yourself, but even for other people, because if you're coming to the table and you're saying, hey, we could do this, not we should do this, then I think I know when people do that in meetings or working sessions or whatever, it makes me feel like. I can contribute something too because they're they're basically inviting that, you know? Like how have you seen that play out and what has that been like for you? That is just I love it's beautiful. Um so I had an old boss uh John you, you know, you're you're good friends with him. So uh, August um and he I've he's taught me one good thing or he's taught me many great things. <laughs> Fucking love that guy. But one thing on this is coming to the table solid with a solution. Dude. Oh, he's solid. No, like coming to like no, you're you're coming with a solution. And if you don't have the answer, you don't have to scramble in that time. A very simple thing he told me is like, you know what? Let me get back to you on that. Let me go. Let me go explore and get yeah. back. So like, mm -hmm. it's like because so we don't have to have all the answers. And yeah. your boss is gonna throw you, you know, throw a wrench into the like, and, and just like yeah. see what happens. Um, you don't have to have it all. Uh, I was like, oh, let me get back to you. And like having that ownership of then taking back and then refining it. Yeah. It just for me, per, I can just I can only speak for me right now. It's just like that. That has just made me a better designer because then it's just like yeah. I I don't have to have all the answers. We yeah. collectively can come to a solution that we feel is going to be the best one at this time. But then knowing that we're going to evolve, change, test, you know, mm -hmm. and, 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 and fix things. Mm -hmm. So. That has been really huge uh, of just saying, you know what, I have to get back to you on that. I don't know. Yeah. And having uh, the the confidence, the strength to do that. Because before, I would just sit there, mumble, like, and stutter. Oh. Like, oh, do, 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 do. Okay, so I want to I wanna hit on that a little bit. So when you're thinking about this before, right, um, how, like, what did it look like for you to change your relationship with imposter syndrome? Because it sound like, sounds like there's an evolution. Um, so can you walk us through that a little bit? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, uncertainty sucks. And I think that just sucks for everyone. But being able to embrace uncertainty actually just gives you more strength. Knowing that man i because i still struggle i still struggle this today i mean honestly i gave a talk like a year ago at my at my job two years ago about this and then i got an outpouring of just like wow i suffer from this too and like oh my gosh like how do you how do you get over it and I, it's hard for me um because it's just yeah. like this is just how my my mind works i don't get over it you know i but i i do kind of i lean on my past experiences knowing that I am here for a reason. I am here because my peers yeah. want me here. And you, you just keep telling yourself that. And then um, yeah. I don't really have an answer for that because like, I still st I suffer for today. Like, like coming on to here, um, I, was, I was talking with my wife like, why am I doing this? I'm, I don't have anything to <laughs> offer. I have nothing to offer. And I'm, I was stressed. My heart was racing. I feel like, I, like I'm an idiot. Like, why am I doing this? No one's going to glean anything mm, from what I have yeah. to say. It's just going to be ramblings from some random person on the internet. Like, uh, so for me, it, it, like, to get it just like. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Take, I, 
for me, I just you, you work around people that you know and you like and you trust, uh, and yeah. that takes time. Um, I've worked with one of my boss now for about a decade, over a decade. Uh, I've been very fortunate to work with people who have been very uh, loving and caring. John Delman's one of them. August Kriowski, Susan Rice, um, Mark Barbier, all of these individuals who have really helped shape and like lift me up to make sure, like not to make sure, but to like to to know that like what I have to say or what. I have to bring what I have to offer is meaningful and wanted. Yeah. And, um, I don't really know if I'm totally. answering the question again. No, I, I, right now, I have yeah. imposter syndrome right here, gang. No, yeah. okay. So and I want to. Yeah, John, go for it. But I. Yeah. Well, I do want to say I'm like John, go for it. But I'm like, yo, <laughs> 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 um, uh, I. So there's something really, really vital with what you said. Um, it's uncertainty. Uh, uncertainty sucks um and uncertainty doesn't go away and it seems like what's changed too is your relationship with uncertainty itself and how you engage and embrace uncertainty and you're like okay the idea and the feeling of uncertainty is getting more and more familiar yeah so it's you're you know like how how to dive into that um, mm -hmm. I mean, the fact that you were like, well, what the fuck I'm doing here? Like, I'm just going to just like say, what? Like, why are they talking to me? Um, but the, the fact that you still showed up, you still came yeah. on and then you're still, you know, pretty damn articulate. Like it's, I don't know. You still embrace the uncertainty, which is great. Um, yeah, well, John, you, 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 yeah. I mean, you have to, you have to embrace uncertainty. If you don't embrace it, you don't grow, you don't evolve and you don't get better. You can just become a shell of yourself. But if you get into it and you know what, like yeah, this is going to fucking suck. Like I thought this was going to like not suck. Cause like, this is awesome. It was going to like internally my brain, like my chest is just yeah, going to go crazy. Yeah. Like, Oh, this is going to suck. I'm going to be clam up. I'm like, yeah. I'm already sweating right now, but it's <laughs> like embrace that shit. Because that's the only time that mm -hmm. you're going to be able to learn. Yeah. And then and then with you, yeah. too, this is like a great example of it. You don't want me to 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 fail. You're not setting me up for failure. And like so to be able yeah. to embrace that uncertainty, knowing that mm -hmm. the people around you care and only want the best of you. Just you, you got to like you got to lean into that really hard sometimes, because if yeah. you don't, you're just not going to go anywhere. Yeah. 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 I think, show up. Um, you don't. Yeah. Yeah, no, th that's actually what I was going to kind of touch on earlier. And it's that like, you know, like this whole thing that we're doing with podcasts, it's like, you try to break it down, you slay it, you try to make sense of it, you're taming it. And then there's the like love, right, where you're em embracing these monsters. And I think that causes us to do that deconstruction of, of what these things mean to really get to the core of it. And I think from what I'm hearing from all of this, and what I've been kind of thinking, it seems like imposter syndrome is like the negative manifestation of humility because we all have that somewhere in us hmm. and when that starts that humility because the humility is just like i don't know everything like i'm not like gonna you know pretend i'm the best but that humility can kind of like creep into the negative and it becomes this like imposter like i'm not good enough to do that which is kind of a a a humble thing but it's it's the negative side of that and we've done egomaniac in the past and i think what can happen is people are like well, i don't want to like feel what that imposter syndrome feels like so then you might be someone who like goes the other way where it's like you get hit with that sense of humility you you put yourself out there you feel vulnerable and it sucks and you're like oh i'm just gonna be like i'm best at everything you know and it's another direction where that can stem and i think imposters when it goes the other way so I don't know how, how you feel about that and, and what it it's what it means to go, yes, that's what it is. And I think that imposter syndrome is like the action of that humble monster or humble creature that is starting to act out in a negative way. And if we can separate that like imposter away from it, it really is the same. It's the same monster, but it's it's humility at the core. And like, what does that look like for you? And how, how have you experienced that? That just blew my mind because it's like what i i i believe i'm pretty humbled uh to a fault i don't like taking credit but i'll take all the blame uh or i'll take like you know like if i if i mess yeah, up or yeah. if i fuck up yeah but if i did something really good 
like oh no i could have done it better like no 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 like oh like i've heard this like so many times like uh, I remember, like in my uh, interview at MindBody, uh, I could I could design and then I can also build. Like I know how to code a website. It's like, wait, you know how to do that? It's like, oh yeah, but it's not hard. It's not that. I mean, I mean, it's not that. It's, not, it's easy. Like anyone can do it. Like it's not whatever. But then you come to learn. It's like, no, that's actually a pretty good skill to have there, dude. Like you need to like to embrace yeah. that and be able to speak to it, or you just like clam up and then you you can't. Yeah. What what I resent uh, or what I not resent, but. What I wish I could take back or if I had a time machine is to open up a little bit more, to be able to teach a little bit more um, because yeah. I take a lot of what, what I have for granted to a fault. And it's just like, no, I'm not that great. I'm here because mm-hmm. I just, it's just happenstance, but it's yeah. like, no, like, so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still kind of, yeah. <laughs> I'm still blown away though. Cause uh, by that, John, I think that's a beautiful way of putting that it, it is literally imposter syndrome is that, is the the monster of, of humility like what it can become because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. that's one thing i can stand here and say without a shadow of a doubt is i'm humble i know that uh, and yeah. I, like, yeah. but maybe too much <laughs> i'm the most humble person in the world i know right yeah. it sounded really silly but uh but it, but it's so true though I, like to a very yeah. uh, uh like in, in, in a negative way like i don't take yeah. credit for anything ever yeah. have you have you seen that um, you know, I'm sure you have, but curious, like, have you seen that surface through the people that you manage, the people that you're, you know, mentoring? Um, and, and what have you done in those situations? So, it, it, you know, you, you, uh, you're your own worst critic. I treat myself like really horribly. I treat my peeps amazing. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> I tell them constantly, it's like, I want you to fail. Failure is learning. You know, it's like if you fail, that's awesome. I'm gonna be right there to pick you back up, and we're gonna fucking tackle this thing. Um, yeah. Uh, and and so yeah. when it comes to that, so I take my, I I I take my people very seriously, and I, maybe I treat yeah. them. You know, I need to start treating myself like that. You know, we can get into a therapy thing, but um, I <laughs> I tell yeah no, I tell them it's like because I live with this. Like imposter syndrome sucks. Like I have like you know I'm always thinking these negative thoughts. But I will not, I will not push that out to another person. I, that's something that I'm going to take yeah. for myself, and I'm only going to build my team up or whomever I'm working with, and just give them nothing but praise, knowing what their yeah. intentions are. Um, you know, I've had situations where there's been ill intent, and that's a different conversation that you have to have with your mm-hmm, employees mm-hmm, or whatnot. But mm-hmm. if they mean well yeah. and are, are trying to to solve whatever it might be, it's just I don't know. Anything and everything is great. Um, and I just, I just had this, uh, uh, I just had a meeting two weeks ago. We're, we're doing a project in marketing. Uh, and I had my senior, uh, senior designer, uh, kind of do the talk and she presented, uh, and did a lovely job. And my heart was just like filled with so much enjoyment. I just reached out and was like, wow, I, I'm so like, you did such a great job. I am so insanely proud of you for whatever that worth, whatever that's worth to you. Um, and it's just like that constant positive reinforcement mm. is something that I just, mm. I don't know where I'm going yeah. with this gang. Cause I, it's like getting mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. A, I'm starting to get a little emotional, but, um, <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, I totally, understand I don't do that with myself. I, I just, I, yeah. but I make sure that the people around me have what they need, yeah. um, yes. to succeed. Yeah. So, okay. So <laughs> there's a lot, there's a lot of interesting things here. So, Oops, I was leaning back from my mic. Um, <laughs> okay, so there's a few things that have come up, right? When we're talking about imposter syndrome, there's this idea of uncertainty. There is also this idea of failure and having a relationship with failure. Mm-hmm. Um, as we're identifying and learning how to have this relationship with uh, imposter syndrome today, like, what are some of these component parts of imposter syndrome that we should be, like, thinking through? I think uncertainty, failure, I think that's those are some really interesting um, things. But, like, what are some of the other things that, like, feed it? Yeah. Um, just a lack of knowledge on, or, or the perceived lack of knowledge, you know? Because, like, for it, like... Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we need to redesign this. Adrian, what do you think? Um, 
and it's like, oh, what do you, what do you, I don't, I don't know. Why, why are you coming to me? It's like, I don't have, <laughs> I, it, it, but it, 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 it goes yeah, back yeah. to not having the, or, or the, you yeah. have, like, that's the thing. Okay. Now I'm just like, uh, uh, I have the answers, but I like, I, I am my, like mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. own blocker. Like I, I, why am yeah. I talking? I don't have, I don't have the answers, but yeah, like they're yeah. coming to me for a reason. And there's a reason there. Like I have that knowledge, the history and whatnot, and just being able to, allow that or accept yourself to allow that um i I I mean and you do have the answers like even talking about of course i'm not this isn't a blanket statement like adrian you always have the answer for every question but like even today right um you're able to succinctly kind of identify some of these I think I answered two problem. questions successfully so let's let's go let's go I love it see and then you're keeping your own scorecard so it's like um so what would it okay so you're you, you, what would it fuck it I'm just gonna ask it like this what would it <laughs> look like to talk to yourself the same way you talk to your team when thinking through things like failure uncertainty lack of knowledge mm-hmm. oh man so let's let's get really into therapy stuff yeah um we i know uh, I'm sorry. no no that, tell me that, about that, your childhood <laughs> yeah um so what would it look like if i treated myself the same way i treat my employees what would yes. is that the simply okay yep. um well oh god uh <laughs> I don't I I can't allow myself to be like that because um I don't practice what I preach. I'll just say it that much. Um I don't allow myself to fail. Uh if I do fail, mm-hmm. I wear that like a uh, like like a scarlet letter I, or like really weighs on yeah, me. Yeah. Um totally. I'm very unforgiving of myself um because I just especially since I've become a manager, like I just, I need to be there for my team, you know, and that's, mm-hmm. that's all that matters. I, and I don't have time to allow myself to, um, to be the way that I am with my team. Um, like mm. I, like because I have to have those answers. I always have to be on, there is no forgiveness, but, um, what's interesting though, now that I'm just like talking, like that can uh, manifest some very negative things into my team because if I'm here just always downplaying or talking down to myself and if I'm doing that like in a meeting or something, what is that doing to my team? How are they uh, perceiving yeah. that? How are they latch- like latching onto my words? Um, so that is something that I still work on is, is allowing myself grace, allowing myself to fail, trying to just like drink the Kool-Aid that I keep preaching to my team um, but it's, good it's just it's, it's good Kool-Aid. Yeah, I, I I like to think so, but I just I can't bring myself to drink it quite yet. It's uh, there's it's, some vitamins I'm, in there, man. There is <laughs> man own strength. It's, it's good vitamins. Um, what this word failure keeps coming up. Yep. Um, I definitely I think all three of us here have had our own relationship with this idea of failure. But Adrian, what is it? What does it mean? for something to enter the territory of failure? Like what is, what does failure look like for you? Like, or how do you qualify a failure? Yeah. (laughs) Um, This is, this is going to sound so silly too. Uh, And I I, I know it sounds silly. Uh, Failure is not having the right solution to a problem um, for me. And, mm-hmm. and, and not having that from the get go. So a not having all the answers, like I, I need to have all the answers and not having that failure. Um, and then that then kind of uh, like stops me from like, it, it clouds my judgment. I can't make another process. Um, I, I, I talking about, um, August, you know, my, one of my old bosses, uh, he was great. It was like, um, and I have like improved because of him in this. It's like, cause I was really bad at marketing design because for me, I'm a product designer. I am think, I think very analytically, everything needs to be just so pixels, everything need to be perfect. The, the code needs to be perfect. And he's like, you're a fucking idiot. Just design, just throw something on the page <laughs> and work with it. Like, just have fun with it, dude. Like if you, if you can't get, if you get like, if you can't be comfortable designing, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like just relax. Um, 
So I can guarantee you he didn't say it that way. That's how Adrian heard it. And then yeah, he yeah. threw a <laughs> chair over Adrian's back. Yeah. No, okay, so sorry. I if I, if I, I can put on August's like, yo, dude, you just kind of like have fun, man. I don't know if he says dude. Yeah. I, it's been a minute, but like, uh, no. Uh, so, oh shit, I forget what the question was. Failure, um, right? So how do you, you're qualifying failure. So for yeah, you, yeah. it's like when you don't have all the answers from the get-go. Where you don't I don't have, have the solution. answers or I feel like I'm not qualified to do it. So like even before I start, mm-hmm. like, oh, right now we're trying to define we're at a startup. So or, or like a small company, we don't really have a, a, a research um, like department set. And so we're trying to figure that out. Well, I already think it's a failure because I don't know that much about it. When really what I should be doing is leaning on individuals who actually have the answers and then glean and, and work with them to create something, which is what we're doing. But like I immediately just clammed up this yeah. is like i i'm not yeah. i'm not suited for this this is ridiculous failure failure even before yeah. i even like like put a put a finger to the key uh, to keyboard to start like typing out a, a a document but yeah yeah i i this is interesting like uh you know breaking it apart like this and thinking through like the the features of it whether it's like the negative side of humility how it encompasses failure you know uncertainty of not knowing what what the right answers are and so i i think it's this is why this this I, this show is really fun for me because it allows us to take all of these thoughts and say what is what does this thing look like and kind of give ourselves that visual because i think once we do that we can it's otherwise it feels like this like mush inside of us like all these monsters we can't we can't visualize and we can't like see them and so it just feels like they're like ingrained and embedded in us but once you like mm. call it something you can set it over here and you can talk about it yeah so i'm curious with dr strange shit okay sorry. yeah so <laughs> with 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 all of this stuff you know like what uh taking a lot of these features like i'm curious like this is kind of the fun part what is what does this look like to you like what would an imposter monster look like to you oh good this is fun this is um fun. yeah <laughs> I think an imposter would be so uh uh Hades from God of War um oh, uh basically walking having this those chains around his arms that are connected to like these like meat cleavers that he slings out catches mm-hmm. you and drags you in so wow. and what's even better actually now that I'm talking out loud what's even better is like what if you were trying to get out of hell and then there's and like hell is is in your own mind like damn making, dude you feeling, took making, it there making, you just went yeah and then Hades <laughs> is like no get the fuck back here we're I'm gonna like you're yeah. coming back down to my level and then you just mm-hmm. can't escape that and every time you see the light yeah. it gets it gets brighter and brighter that little fucker just comes down and drags you back down it's like yeah, what? Yeah. get god damn it and then you got to fight it off and you got it this cyclical and you start all over again yeah so there you go that, that's that's, that's, what that's interesting <laughs> yeah because you, you you would think like when I when it, you know first thought it's like oh something with like a mask right because you're like uh, maybe that plays into it but i think what's interesting about what you're saying it's like so much more about what it like feels like what it what yeah. it feels like imposter does to us and brad i don't know brian do you have any like thoughts uh, about honestly once you started describing it and i was in all these demons and stuff and then i said dr strange um <laughs> there is this uh <laughs> I'm so Adrian, I'm a big comic book boy as well. Um, and there's this line, uh, this run of uh, Doctor Strange comics by a writer named Jason Aaron. And um, he has, you find out that uh, Doctor Strange has like, is absorbing all of this, like, these weird entities and eating these extra dimensional things. Um and what imposter syndrome means to me is like i imagine like a doctor strange-esque figure and then you open his cloak and there's like all of these like demons and shit that he's absorbed that are part of him and like in in, twisted into himself and um you still see it's doctor strange but there's these things twisted inside of him um it's a little horrific but um no that's good yeah i did take it to the feeling way but i like that like what is the um that external what does it look like my thought was 
and it'll be it'll be a fun thing to figure out with Kevin, like how what this illustration and monster looks like. But one thing as we were talking about, I got this like image of like a werewolf because it was like if it's us, you know, what that like when the full moon comes up, like what that represents is sort of like those moments of failure where you're like, ah, oh, it's coming and you can't help it. And you just turn into like this like weird maniac version of yourself like that's what it feels like inside like you're just mm -hmm. literally turning into something else and you can feel like your body temperature rise your pulse like start to go up and you're like sweating and you're like Ooh, maybe good. even having a panic attack or like shit like that and it's like Ooh, you're panic like attacks. werewolf you know that. like that that <laughs> oh, moon yeah. just like it's that moment of that's... like facing that failure and you're like ah and it, it, it's like this this imposter thing from within starts to like play out on the outside and how we act and how we even like visually look sometimes, you know, it's kind of interesting. It would be really, it would be really funny to, this sounds like some, what we do in the shadows stuff, but like to just have a <laughs> werewolf with imposter syndrome, like when he turns into a werewolf, he like fully has imposter syndrome. Yeah. 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 He's just like, yeah. And he like tries to howl at the moon. He's like, Ooh, yeah, like come on man like you're a werewolf you can do it and he's like I, I don't think i can do a good job yeah like no like come on slap that new legs. zealand that's accent beautiful. on there and it's yes. like an amazing yeah character. oh my god yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is, come on that's, bud wow that's really good <laughs> like like the the main dude from uh he was like the manager in flight of the concords and now he's like the gentleman pirate in this flag means death. It's like a new time. I need to see show. that move. That guy who's like redhead. I could see him being yeah. the imposter werewolf. That'd oh, be like the funniest thing. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Why can't I remember his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the, the manager do. from. Yeah, he's like, oh, the, Flight of the Concords. Because yeah. <laughs> he's like always like, you can tell he's yeah. like trying to well, like pretend I, he knows what? what's going on, but like he doesn't know what he's doing. It's Was there an animal guest star? Is there what? Oh, was there an animal guest star? You you looked down. I thought there was like a cat or something. I got really excited. Oh no! In, oh, oh in his uh, in Adrian's. Yeah. Adrian in mine? has cats. No, he's, all he's a cat dad. Cats, I, th I think they're all outside. Sick. Free range. Oh, Asking no. Is... Nice. Oh, you can't see, but there. One of them yeah. is on my wife's wife's uh, lap right now. Nice. Well, what what are? Uh, I feel like we've 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 done due diligence on this monster. I'm curious. <laughs> Adrian, yeah. Uh, what what is your favorite monster right now? Movies, comics, whatever. What what's your favorite or scariest oh. monster? Coolest monster? Uh, shoot! Oh my gosh, you, you can't. Okay, see, I uh, I really wanted uh um what is it Morbius right? I really wanted that. Morbius wasn't yeah. it Morbius? Yeah, I yeah, wanted Morbius. that to be good. I heard. Yeah, I heard. Uh, uh, I, I'm they, sorry. Like, one, I think I got like one star. Something. Oh no! If I have to do my favorite monster, and if we're just gonna do people, it's gonna be um, and I'm blanking on his name right now, but the uh, main antagonist in um, No No Country for Old Men, because what's so oh, freaking okay. what's so yeah. Yes, what's so scary is just the disassociation of just like human and mm -hmm. human interaction and like not having any empathy, like no empathy, no nothing. Yeah. Like that synapse just is not working. That mm -hmm. that to me is the, is the scariest thing because creepy. a monster is a monster. It looks like I can see that that's creepy. That dude just looks like a normal dude and then just walks up and just mm -hmm. murders you. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I probably that's took that a different way, it. but that's that that I think. For right now, if I'm off yeah. top of my head okay, right yeah. now, that that's my scariest monster. Cattle, <laughs> cattle prod, yeah. David is uh, such a good. The whole thing. gas station I mean, scene yeah. flips a coin. Oh my god! Incredible, just incredible shit. <laughs> um, John, do you have any monsters right now you're thinking about? I I totally had that 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 brain fart moment because I was like thinking, I had one in mind and then it, it totally dropped. This Can is I but this mine? is like for some reason I, I'm Only just gonna say what was on top of my mind because. This is a little different. This is a weird one to like think about. And it popped in my mind because we're talking about Morbius. And so I started thinking about we crashed, you know, because Jared Leto is like playing. Oh, so it's it's the WeWork we show. Yeah. And, and this show, might be yeah. another monster for another show because it's not it's not him. It's not the actual guy. I think it's a, it's a it's a really if you guys haven't seen it, it's a really cool show. 
Um, and I like it when stuff like that comes out where it's about real people and a real thing that happened, but it's not really trying to slam anyone. I, I really appreciate that because, mm. dude, we're all fucking humans and exactly crazy stuff happens. Even when we do bad shit, we should pay for that, you know? Like, but even then, we're all humans. And, mm. you know, the, the WeWork stuff, like, you know, most people know, but it didn't work out, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, hence the title, you know, we we crashed. I haven't finished it yet, but basically, like, the main character is, and I'm totally blanking on his name, but uh, Mr. Work plays Mr. William Work, like the main William Work, yeah, who is like getting this WeWork thing going, and like they're him not being the monster, but I think the monster that's playing into he's just like has these delusions of grandeur, and maybe they're you know not delusions maybe it's like visions of grandeur but it's the idea of what what happens i deal with this a lot i'm always like i have an idea i want to do this i want to do this i want to do that i want to start a coffee shop there's just like concept i have it's, like, it's called records and like you walk in and there's like record players in there and people walk in and bring their headphones and this is records drink coffee and i'm like okay and then i buy the the dot com or the dot co and i have like like it's like when someone runs up a bar tab and the bartender's like, dude, I'm cutting you off. I feel like GoDaddy needs to do that to me because I've like dropped so many <laughs> domains and I'm like, dude, it, it's bad, you know? And like, I, I tend to do that a lot. And so when I was watching that, I was like, there's a monster. It's not him. It's what's inside. And it's causing sometimes I think some of us like we'll have ideas, but we want to act on them. And you're like, I could do that. I could do that. And it's it i think it's tied to imposter a little bit so i don't know what that monster is but it's like the delusions of grandeur monster and i saw it come out in that show and i'm like dude i freaking deal with that and i need to pump the brakes a lot of times and just chill mm -hmm. and be a human and enjoy life and go out to dinner with my wife and not try to like start ten thousand businesses in one day and I, so i love these like really grounded response responses because especially <laughs> what i'm about to say um so we have like adrian saying like so i'm much i am i am terrified of man's capacity for violence and indiscriminate apathy john's like i'm terrified of these delusions of grandeur and what what the acquisition of power looks like and i'm like well i'm thinking about a dinosaur <laughs> yes brian tell us about this dinosaur you brought it up earlier before we hit record i know i've been wanting to talk yeah. about this dinosaur the whole Go time <laughs> okay so it's called it's a it's a kind of dinosaur and it really existed it's a titanosaur and it's like think of you know long necks it's in that realm it's the dinosaur with the long necks. And mm -hmm. why I'm thinking about it, and I need to run and get my charger, but we're chilling. I, I like risk. Um, they <laughs> were just so out, big. Close this okay, out. Okay, dude, I <laughs> this is what I, I was sober when I thought this thought. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I live in Santa Cruz, and I was not stoned, and I was like, I wonder what kind of dinosaurs were in Santa Cruz. <laughs> And like, nice. I was just chilling yesterday. Yeah. Like, I just I naturally like thought this and I was like imagining like, oh man, what, what kind of dinosaurs? So then I put on a stoner voice too, which is, <laughs> um, and, and I was actually distracting myself from work yesterday morning by doing this. So mm -hmm. I was looking at different kind of dinosaurs. I was like, what are some of the weirdest, coolest dinosaurs? And I thought saw the titanosaur, the titanosaur, how am I pronouncing that? Anyways. It's like a hundred feet long. Like it's three or four times the size of an elephant. It's mm -hmm. fucking huge. Just imagine a bunch of those just roaming around real life kaiju existed. Now I'm a little disappointed. I'm a little disappointed because I looked up some science. <laughs> California coast didn't have dinosaurs. Do you know why? Uh, because whoa. the coastline was a hundred miles east closer to the sierra mountains it was in the sierra foothills so this was all ocean this was yeah so during wow. the the what's it called fuck the, well, so the had drastic it's the meso ocean mesozoic 
Yeah, the Mesozoic, Mesozoic era. era. It was, um, which includes the, all like the three eras that comprise dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, everything was underwater here. Um, so wow. it wasn't dinosaurs. It was like fish lizards. So <laughs> there, 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 there wasn't fish lizards. So there, so I'm really fish sad. It sounds like a ska band. Yeah, like when this band were like fish ska, we called fish lizard. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, like. I every anytime someone says something weird like that in my head, I'm like, that sounds like a ska band name. Okay, wait. I need to go. Like I need to go too. get a charger. Uh, I'll be right back. I mean, I think this is good. I think. Well, I was gonna wrap oh, up, yeah. but Brian left. Wait, okay. okay, fuck. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. You're back. <laughs> I'm at ten no, percent. I think. I think this is. This has been an awesome episode. I really appreciate you joining. I know you were super nervous and I was like, dude, let's do it. Let's do it. We've still, been still it super nervous. Yep. Cause you and I at mind body, we would, when we were back in the old days, when we would work in the same building, I remember we would always like walk by each other and be like, you want to take a lap? And we would just like, we had, we could oh, like yeah. lean on each other. You know, we were buds oh, and yeah. we could be like, let's go outside. Let's walk yeah. around the campus, you know, take a break from our work and just like vent a little bit or like, it was just a problem we were trying to solve. And I think, uh, you know, I'm glad we can still chat about the stuff and uh, Amen to that. get get into it, man. I think and that's that's the cure for imposter, you know, just talk to each what other. What I also, Adrian, yeah. I want to acknowledge something too as a fellow anxiety panic boy. Um, I appreciate <laughs> you coming on here despite panic feeling boys. anxiety and all of that. No, <laughs> no, but panic no, boys. seriously, I do appreciate <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's 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 a lot to like enter into this situation and be super anxious mm -hmm. and have that anxiety sort of heat yeah. and um so i appreciate it it's it yeah, means a lot. thanks for having me i mean it was fun to talk yeah. i like talking it's funny i like talking but not when it's about anything important <laughs> <laughs> or like or any, i like talking when no one's gonna actually listen i just like talking <laughs> well i, I think it? uh this has been an amazing episode um, I have 7% left. We're going to say goodbye to everybody out there. Do your best to, uh, you know, take everything we're talking about, improve on it as you will. And, uh, just know that we all deal with imposter. And I think when we can talk about it, then we can probably get past a little bit. And with that, I think after we sign off, let's go make some plans to start a ska band called Bandit Boys because everyone's going to be done. Or Fish Lizard. So, fish Lizard. Fish, or Fish Lizard. That'll be our first album, our debut album. So... Love it. <laughs> okay. All right, Adrian. All thank right. you so much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. We'll talk me. soon, man. Yeah. Have Hell yeah, one. brother. Love, yeah, you love too. you, brother. And Brian, nice. it's really great to meet you. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. I will, uh, we all got to hang soon. Oh, I love that. That'd be great. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. All right, folks.